watch Mountain Dew. Okay. Hey guys, <laughs> stop breathing <laughs> in the fucking phone. <laughs> I'm overweight. I'm sorry. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Potty Mouth Podcast. Here on Potty Mouth, we talk about some of the craziest, wildest shit on this planet we call home. I'm your host, Sarah. And I'm Mercy. We're going to be here every Sunday to fuck your brain. So sit back, <laughs> relax, and listen up. You can catch us on Instagram at Potty Mouth, and I can spell that for you guys. It's P-O-D-D-Y-M-O-U-F-F, or... Email us at pottymouthpod at gmail.com. My personal Instagram is it's underscore Sarah Shoddy. Mine is at Hoff Mercy. Yeah. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star review if you're loving our show. Okay. Another thing. Um, we apologize for the sound quality again on Sarah's part. Uh, we're still social distancing in this bitch. So we're <laughs> recording over FaceTime again. Forgive us. Because we're following the fucking rules. And you better be too. So for our first true crime episode, we decided that Ed Gein would be the perfect topic. And if you're from where we're from, you'll see why we picked him in a minute. Um, so what's typically thought of Ed was like, he's a serial killer, which isn't true. He technically isn't a serial killer because it depends on how you define a serial killer. A lot of people, um, say three or more and he only killed two people. So, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, once you hear the story, I wouldn't say that he's a serial killer either. Um, my thoughts will... I will give you my thoughts at the end, but I don't think he was a serial killer. So I'm going to cite our sources. So our first source was Ed Gein, the real Leatherface serial killer documentary on YouTube. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we also used his Murderpedia. And also, um, it's just a lot of what I've already known from podcasts. One that comes to mind is the Serial Chillers podcast, episode 49. Check them out. They're pretty cool. Should we get into it? Let's get it. All right. So, Edward was born August 27th, 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Ooh, ooh. Repping the 608. <laughs> Repping the LAX. <laughs> the, the, uh, the poverty LAX, not the real LAX. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was born to an alcoholic dad that owned a grocery store. His name was George Keen. He had a strong religious bitch as a mom. Her name was Augusta Gein, or Augusta. 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 <laughs> he also had a brother named Henry who was five years older than him. Ed had a weirdo eye that kids gave him a hard time about, so that's pretty sad. What uh, do you mean weirdo eye? Like. Like a limp eye? Yeah, like it was like droopy. Oh. He had something, something wrong with it. I don't know. Um. So don't make fun of people's disabilities. It's not okay. That's not okay. Yvonne always tells me that. 
Um, she also tells you to brush your teeth, too. <laughs> she tells Snapchat <laughs> that, not me. So he lived in lacrosse until he was about eight years old. Um, and his mom fucking said that lacrosse was filled with sinners. Um, uh, so they fucking dipped. They moved to a 200 acre farm in Plainfield, Wisconsin, which has the population of 700, at least, uh, back in 19 or 19, whatever. Um, I'd really loved his mother, but she was a fucking dick to him. Um, he was already having a hard time fitting in making friends and whenever, he tried and was actually successful with making friends. She would punish him and his brother because she overly judged everybody. So like, um, kind of like based her opinion off of what kind of people their parents were. Um, and like you could like not tie your shoes right. And she would like think you're the fucking worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, she also made them promise not to fuck bitches. <laughs> they could get money, but no fucking bitches. Oh, damn. I'm just playing. But yeah, uh, she wanted them to remain virgins because um, she believed that sex was only for reproducing and not uh, for pleasure. And she believed that all other women besides her were fucking whores. So that kind of <laughs> gives you what kind of gives you an idea to what kind of woman she was. Um. Something about his dad is that he would get fucking sloshed and beat the dog shit out of him. Um, he wasn't really much of a dad at all in any way. Uh, he was just there. Um, also, Ed only went to school until he was 14, which was seventh grade. So that's all I have for uh, childhood. Take it away, S. Wheezy. Well, yeah, in like part of his childhood what his teachers and classmates would say is that like he was shy and he would laugh at his own jokes <laughs> and he was really just like, he wasn't bad. He was just, he was just labeled like the weird kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm sure, you know, he wasn't just getting bullied for his like eye shit. I'm sure he was just, he was just a weird kid. <laughs> yeah. And people, don't understand that being weird is okay because mm -hmm. people are fucking dicks and that's just the life we fucking that's just the world we fucking live in i never made fun of the weird kids in school no i never did either no i just let them be them mm -hmm. you know so during his adulthood after his dad died him and his brother basically worked as handyman in the community um picking up odd jobs here and there if you needed, like, a sink fixed or a toilet unclogged, Ed would come and help you. Um, Ed and his brother, back then, before, like, all this weird shit, he was talked of, they both were talked of being as honest and reliable people. Guess what the fuck he even did? <laughs> what? Fucking babysat. What? Yeah, and apparently he was really fucking good at it. Really? And they said that, like, the people that... the the parents of the kids that he would babysit um, said that he was just really good and he. it seemed like he was able to relate to the kids more than the adults. Crazy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Fast forward to one day, um, Ed and his brother, Henry, 
we're going out to the marshland to control some of the fires that were happening there. And on their way to the marshland, um, him and his brother were talking and Henry was kind of saying that like he wanted to go his own way. He didn't want to follow the path of his mother because she was psycho. Um, he was planning on leaving and he was also worried about the unhealthy connection that Ed had to his mom. Cause I guess it was like known that like he was still sucking on his mom's tit. <laughs> he was a mama's boy. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Ed really took too kind to that because well, only Ed returned and Henry did not. When he got back there, you know, he told police that he didn't know what happened to his brother. And when they went out there, him and Henry went their separate ways. Um, but when the police like went there and was going to go search for him, Ed was able to lead them straight to his body. They they didn't find any. His body wasn't burned, but his head did have bruising on it. But they didn't believe that Ed was capable of harming anyone so they just ruled it asphyxiation and didn't investigate any further so what i got from that is he pretty much killed his fucking brother because he didn't want to follow his mom's rules and like i said he was still stuck in on his mom's titties so he was like ah, ah, you dying today boy <laughs> he was 34 mind you at this time so he wasn't a kid obviously so yeah just being like you fucking bitch that's our you're mama love, mommy you're going to love <laughs> after his dad and brother died it was only um him and his mom together alone but unfortunately she died of a stroke and after her death now ed felt like really alone um when did she die december 29th 1945 um so yeah, he felt really alone and in a book it was quoted that he lost his only friend and the only person that loved him left. Um but I like understand why he started getting weird and crazy because then he was just like alone. Yeah, and like ugh, that's like that's like somebody you really love and really hold into high regards just being gone after you lose like and there's no one left after that. He didn't have any friends. He like, yeah, he had the people in the community, but they only liked him, I'm sure, because he did stuff for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he didn't have anyone. So I mean, how would you react after you lost everyone in your family? I'd be a little weird too, you know? Probably. Following what? I said probably. Yeah. Following his mother's death, he kept her room exactly how it was. Actually, the whole upstairs, pretty much. He boarded up her room to preserve it in a way that, you know. She left it? That, yeah, in the way that she left it. He didn't move or touch anything. After he boarded all that up and uh, he moved into a small bedroom next to the kitchen. And that's when shit started to get a tad bit. What do we say? Spooky. <laughs> wait a second. Wait. <laughs> Okay, do it, do it, do it. Spooky. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, you're sitting in a room on the end of the kitchen, and all you have is your own imagination and thoughts. So what did, what would I do? I don't know what I would do if I was alone with my own imagination and thoughts. But what he did is he started reading and became interested in death cult magazines and adventure stories. Um. He would also read 
recount these stories that he was reading to the children that he babysat. Oh no, baby, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Which I, when I read that, I was like, "What the fuck?" I, I would, you know how I am about Aaliyah. Like, I just wouldn't be able to handle. But he's very would, like childlike, and that's what kids do. They talk about shit yeah. they're not supposed to with each other. Yeah, dude, and he also read books books about shrinking heads. <laughs> that's something I would read. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah, that was, like, the shit that he did, like, in his home on his free time when he wasn't digging up fucking graves. Yeah. Well, Say what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Between 1947 and 1952, you know, he started grave digging. He made about 40 different trips to three different graveyard sites. He said, like, 30 of those visits, he didn't even know what he was doing. He was in a dazed state. And when he would come out of those, he would leave the graves in good order and like leave them, leave empty-handed. So he wouldn't bring anything. That's what we most call of the time. That's what we call mental illness. <laughs> he robbed about nine graves. Um, he robbed like graves that reminded him, like the people, you know, reminded him of his mother. Didn't he used to look through obituaries and yep, yeah, yep, he used to look through obituaries and find the ones that resembled his mom. And he would bring the bodies home, tan their fucking skin, and that's when he would make his, like, paraphernalia, or however the fuck you say that word. Paraphernalia. Isn't paraphernalia drugs? No, paraphernalia is, like, stuff. Oh, whatever. Uh, He he would make his shit. We'll just go with that. He would make his fucking nasty shit um, out of there. Um, And so... I don't know, you probably know this, and you're going to, like, touch on it later, but after his mom's death, he decided that he wanted a sex change. So that's why he was using, that's why he made... I didn't mention, I'm not going to mention anything like that. I forgot about that. Really? Well, okay, so I got to tell you something. (laughs) Okay, this is one of the ones that I thought was super cool that I was really excited to, to explain, so this is cool. Um, like I said, after his mother's death, he decided that he wanted a sex change. So using what he had taken from the graves, he made that woman suit. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to mention that. Not the sex change though. Oh, okay. Well, so so that's the reason why he made the woman suit because he wanted to be a woman. He wanted to, to be that. That's why, I mean, you can explain the woman suit further, but that's why he had them parts as explicit as he did. Dang. He could have, like, made a bigger dick or something. He didn't have right. to make it. <laughs> Gross, have to make, just a dead right, dick. You know? <laughs> he could have tried to find him some pussy or something. Fuck these hoes. My mama just died, bitch. You right. Don't take this. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. So, we're going to talk about his... First known victim, her name was Mary Hogan. She was reported missing from her tavern that she obviously owned on December 8th. Her disappearance was a mystery for a long time. But the day after that she disappeared, he admitted that he killed her. But they laughed it off because he th- they thought he wasn't capable enough of doing it. So, okay, so <laughs> Eddie, you so funny. <laughs> right. So I need to say something though, because 
You would you say that, you know, I mean, obviously, if they were smarter detectives, they would have known to investigate his brother's murder, correct? Or his brother's death. I guess. And now you're saying that you killed a woman that has been missing and you're not going to investigate this man at all. Half of I, I feel like half of that is but I feel like her death is on them because they should have investigated his brother's death, like his brother's death. And then this they is a 1900s known. bitch. Like, OK, but when yeah. did they fucking trial Lizzie Borden in like 1500s? No, not that far. <laughs> Well, whatever. <laughs> the fucking bitch is old as shit, and she got away with murder too. But um, yeah, she she so, didn't really though. But anyways, anyways, so yeah, um, he shot her in the head. We should do an episode on her. Who, a Mary Hogan? Lizzie Borden, bitch. Oh, <laughs> I'll I'll sing the song. Lizzie Borden took an axe. Gave her what? Mother 40 wax? Yep. When she saw what she had done, she gave her mother four or father 41. Yep. I should be Shout out Lizzie. Backup singer. That's my homie. What up, girl? <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Um, so yeah. That's really it's it's really point blank with Mary Hogan. All right, so three years later, after killing Mary, um, this was on November 15th, 1957. He goes into the local international harvest product shop to check out prices for antifreeze. And he tells Bernice and her son, which is also the local deputy, that he will be back tomorrow to grab it. Because, like, they can fill up... um, like, you bring in your own container and they'll fill up antifreeze for you. So he just wanted to check prices and shit. So oh, shit. the next day, November 16th, um, Bernice's son is out hunting and he comes back to the store to find the cash register gone, blood on the floor, and a twenty-two caliber rifle out of place because they sold guns too. So, like, he must have brought bullets himself. Oh, yeah. Or maybe just grab them off the shelf. I don't know. Um, But she wasn't obviously paying attention to him when she handed him that that gun. Um, And they also found a receipt in the cash. The the cash register was there. The the drawer was gone. They found a receipt in the cash register with Ed Gein's name on it. It was a receipt for the (laughs) antifreeze. So, again, Eddie, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> uh, no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> um, so, they ha- obviously had a reason to suspect him this time. So, they're like... Oh, you, you wouldn't say. <laughs> so, say it isn't so. Uh, so, the next day... November 17th, 1957, they go into Ed Gein's house through the shed slash summer kitchen. And, you know, I had to Google what a summer kitchen is. Let me give you the definition real quick. Summer kitchen is a rectangular one to two story, usually gable roofed structure that is closely related to the main house. Sometimes it's a wing. Sometimes it's semi detached or completely detached. So they're moving through this shed, which, um, I'm guessing is semi-attached. Um, I'm thinking. 
uh, and it's dark. So he, we gonna picture that it's semi-attached, whatever you said. Yeah. Um, uh, he doesn't have electricity and shit's boarded up, so it's, like, dark in there. So the officers, they're, they're like, he's, one of the officers is backing up and then he bumps into something. Um, when he turns around, he finds a fucking corpse with no head hanging, what? hanging upside down from her ankles from a beam in the ceiling. Yikes. And you know what I would have did? <sighs> Shout on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said, Jimmy, what is that? <laughs> So she that's was, what my partner's name would be. Is Jimmy. Jimmy, always. Yeah. yeah. So she was split open from her vag to the sternum, kind of like a deer would be, like gutted after you Ugh. when you're you hang them up in your garage. I've seen my grandpa do this, and it's nasty. Anyways, so I'm gonna talk about what they found in the house. Oh shit that day. Fuck me up. Fuck me up, Mercy. Fuck me up. <laughs> All right. You ready for this? I don't know if my body can handle it. They found four noses, bones and bone <sighs> fragments, nine skin masks. So think like Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of masks. Okay. So I'm feeling a little married today. I'm feeling a little <laughs> You're bogus. <laughs> Well, bitch, I'm saying what mood you in. You in the mood of a 54-year-old woman? Well, what's crazy is they look, remember they looked at the masks and they said that they, like, recognized some of the, the masks. Like, they looked what? at them and they could tell whose face it was from. That's it's crazy. Yeah. Shit, I would have peeled your shit right off and been like, I'm feeling a little mercy today. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a bit of a walking disappointment. <laughs> <Shut> up, bitch. <laughs> Okay, they found bowls. <laughs> they found bowls made from human skulls. So he like sawed like the top of the heads off and used them Ew. as bowls. Doesn't it, this, our skulls have like lines in them? Huh? Uh, yeah. So like yeah. So like uh. He so how them. was he gonna eat cereal out of a skull? <laughs> Fucking you would not have no more milk left. Okay. Hey, well, leave leave him alone. He's special. Okay. You know what? You're right. Can't make fun of people with disabilities. All right. Um, ten bitches' heads with the tops out off. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. But I, I can't think it's figure pushy. it out. No. Oh, fuck it with them boys. Okay, yeah, I still don't know what song it is. Okay, anyway, maybe it's Chameleon Air. No, it, I, maybe it's um, uh, like Mike Jones or something. Oh no, I'm it's it's it's, it's from out, Houston, though. I think. Anyways, okay, so uh, human skin chairs, so like chairs upholstered with skin. Mary Hogan's head was found in a paper bag. Bernice's his head in a burlap sack. Nine cooters in a shoebox. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody get the nine cooters. <laughs> they found skulls in his bed, bedroom, like on a bedpost, kind of. Um, guts in the fridge, lips on a string for the shades, like the in the windows. Uh, what kind of lips? Pussy lips? 
No, actually. Go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Shut the lips tonight. Actually, actual lips. Um, they found a nipple belt. The, Ooh. The, oh, the famous skin lampshade. A titty vest, or as they say, a mammary vest, which is what Sarah was kind of talking about earlier. Um, human hand gloves stitched by Eddie himself. And skin leggings. Skin leggings? I need to get me a pair of them. <laughs> so, they do have a they do have them leggings that are like your skin color. No, I want real skin leggings. Oh, I was gonna say bitch, because I'm a big woman and I wore some tan leggings one time and mm I'll never do it again. Um, I think there was a few more things that they found too. But that's that gives you a good idea of what they found. Um and uh, also we yeah, we will be sick. we will be posting a few pictures of these items on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Right in my ear. <laughs> Leaving it in there, too. I told you, bitch, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, after he got caught, after he got caught, all he asked for was apple pie with cheddar cheese on top in order to cooperate with the police. How do you feel about that, Sarah? Her face. Well, well, I feel a little disgusted. <laughs> but you've never had like the the um, apple empanada from Taco John's. Yes, it has cheese on it. No, the fuck it doesn't. Yes, it does, bitch. I worked there. It has it has apples and uh, cheddar cheese and grounded up red hots on it. You might be thinking about Taco Bell. Moving on. Wait, I hold the fuck up. The apple pit, the apple empanada. Empanada has had cheese on it from Taco Bell. Taco John's, bitch. Oh, I've never had it from Taco John's. That is disgusting. I literally just sat here and said, you're probably thinking about Taco Bell. I never had it. I never had it. I just I, I, I just made them before and seen them. Put it on some. Put it on some. Cause I'm on bitch. <laughs> okay. So. Um, the day after his arrest, they searched. They started searching his house, and it lasted an entire week. Um, November twenty second. So this was how many days after he killed her? So it was literally four, five, six, six days after he killed her. He went in front of a judge, and uh, he was initially being charged with robbery for stealing the cash out of the register because they were holding back the murder charge while they evaluated his mental health. So he underwent a month-long psychological evaluation where he was found to be prone to delusional thinking and was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. <laughs> schizophrenia. Okay. Where he was di- <laughs> Schizophrenia. <laughs> that was not um, on purpose. 
diagnosed with schizophrenia, therefore deeming him legally insane, and he was sent off to the asylum. The workers there claimed that Ed was a model patient in the hospital, besides the fact that full moons would fuck him up a little bit. Um, like he was a werewolf? Well, you know, full moons fuck everybody up. Did you know oh, that? Yeah. Um, so, Sarah, did you want to talk a little bit about what happened to his possessions in his trial? Yes, bitch. I would, I would love to. Um, let's see what I got here, y'all. Um, so on March 20th, 1958, while he was detained, his house burned to the ground in a mysterious fire, which we know it wasn't mysterious. We know some people from the town burnt that bitch down. Why would they do that? Because they like hated him and they like wanted vengeance of their town because he tainted that shit. I thought it was because it was going up for auction and they didn't want like people being like, oh my God, let's go to Ed Gein's house like we were going to. I mean, I could see that could be a reason why too, but what I, when I was researching it, I, that's what I seen that it was like vengeance from like the town because they know who the fuck, that's why they didn't investigate it because Stick they Stick exactly- it to them, y'all! <laughs> Get the get the pitchforks, Jeremy. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I said, I'm I know I'm I'm almost one hundred percent certain that a few of the residents had took part in it, and this this part makes me sad. And like I know Gein is like uh, he wasn't like a good person, but. You know, like, he lost everybody, and he did some bad things, but now he, and I'm sure he knows that the people in the town burnt his house down, and after he learned of the fire, he just said, like, three words, just as well. And, like, I'm sure he's he's sad. Like, I don't know. I'm sure he's sad, because, and I'll get that into that in a second. Yeah, because that's the house he grew up in and everything. Right, and that's where, you know, Unfortunately, like he was sick, but his and his mom was like a bitch too. But that's where he, the person that he cherished so much, left all of her belongings, and now all that's gone. Yeah, you know, and so that's what happened to the house. But the car that he had, where he hauled the victims, um, did not get burnt down, and it was actually auctioned off for seven hundred and sixty dollars, which is like five thousand dollars today. Um, the car in return was used at carnivals cause it was sold to a carnival guy and, um, <laughs> he charged 25 cents for admissions for people to see it. And actually a lot of people were interested in seeing it. They would always have lines to, how much did they make? <laughs> they made like 3000 bucks off that. And, um, and after, so after the Dang, house- got, sh- got money in the bank. Shorty, what you think? <laughs> we hitting all the throwbacks today. I know. All After right. Gene's house is burned, um, the town felt kind of sort of relief. And after it was burned down to ashes, they felt like they could put those stories. How long did like they I- let it burn to let it go to ashes? <laughs> I don't know. But it was completely like burnt. Like 
done. Damn. Done for. They just sat and, and watched it burn, I bet. <clears throat> yeah, they probably listened to Usher, too. I never knew this part. Stop what you do. What, what does he say? Stop what you do. Wait. <laughs> Hate the thought you know what's best for yourself but you. Anyways. um, So, yeah, the neighborhood was happy again. Everybody started feeling a bit more safe. Um, and everybody, yeah, was just happy. They so, just moved on in, with their life. But, so, rewind. Rewind. I just wanted to talk about his possessions. But, rewind to 1957. He was arraigned on one count of first-degree m- murder in, I don't know how to say this, Washera, Washera County Court. He entered a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, and, yeah, he was found incompetent and was unfit to stand trial so he was sentenced to the central state hospital like you had said for the criminally insane but now it's known as dodge correctional facility and what I of, yeah i know a lot of people that have been to dodge oh so yeah me too crazy and then after that he was later sent to the i didn't know that yeah um after that, he was later sent to the Mendota State Hospital in Madison, <clears throat> Wisconsin. So the doctors, after a while that he was in there for a while, the doctors determined that he was he was actually now fit enough to stand trial. In result, he was convicted of first degree murder. His trial had only lasted one week. Um, a psychiatrist had testified that Gein had told him that he did not know if the murder of Bernice Warden was intentional or accidental he told them that he was looking at guns at her store and while he was holding one of them the gun went off killing her and after that happened he doesn't know what happened for the rest of that morning um yeah that's what he told them and then the the doctors were like telling them you know that he was whatever you said, what he was schizophrenic and stuff like that. Yeah. So the judge ruled him not guilty by reason of insanity, and he was to spend the rest of his life in the state hospital for the criminally insane, where he died July 26th from a respiratory and heart failure due to cancer. That's sad. That is sad. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about how um, Ed Gein influenced uh, pop culture a lot. Um pretty short but if you didn't know chainsaw massacre was based off him mm-hmm. um that movie used to scare the fuck out of me um yes you to like because because it's it's crazy that that shit can actually like happen you know what i mean like that shit actually happened and it could happen again we don't know we don't know if some weird motherfuckers are in the country fucking stealing people's nipples and making pussy lips as fucking lampshades and shit. You know, we don't know that. We don't know what happens. Um, <clears throat> also, the 1960 film Psycho was inspired by him. Um, and Leatherface made an appearance in Asylum on American Horror Story. And that's just to name a few. So, he, he um, inspired a lot of filmmakers to, you know make stories off of him because this case is so interesting as to like him making shit out of shit uh, and stuff. So making making shit out of shit. Out of I did people. I did want to add something. So like I said, he died on July twenty sixth. Um 
but his graveyard his grave site actually um he's buried in plainfield wisconsin i want to go see it we can but but this is what i'm going to tell you is the it was it was frequently vandalized over the years and people used to take used to chip off pieces of his gravestone um and it was actually stolen in 2000 what yeah and um did they replace it yeah, it was recovered in June of 2001 near, guess where? Here. Seattle. Seattle? Yeah. And um, is now in a museum. Just so you guys um, know, Plainfield is um, an hour and how far? How An hour and what? 56 minutes away from us. Yeah, so we were going to go see him last weekend, but... We should go this weekend. Um, oh, we can't social distancing. Oh, yeah, but we should definitely go see him soon. The grave stone is now in a museum in what with that fucking word I can't say, Washera County. Oh, it's so now it's in it's so now it's in a museum here in Wisconsin, yes, but I'm sure that he. I'm sure that he is still like I'm sure that his body is still in the ground there. Yeah. At that gravesite, right? Yeah, probably. So I wonder so, do they have a marker or something for him? I don't know. I I will have to figure it out. But what did you have to add? Oh yeah, I have another thing to add to. Um <clears throat> so and being in high school, like obviously some kids must have knew that he was born in the here in the cross. Um, I remember that people like, you know, on like lunch, you'd cruise around with your friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was this blue house on George street and everybody'd be like, that's Ed Gaines house. And I'd be like, what the fuck? All scared. <laughs> Do you, re- did you ever hear that in high school that Ed Gein lived here before? Like we ever even thought of this podcast? No, I have. Back in high school, so that's pretty cool. Uh, even though oh, he might have lived on George Street, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't find it, and I couldn't find what um what the name of their store was that they owned here. So why are you smiling? Oh yeah, I was trying to look for his mom's store, but I couldn't find it either. Yeah, I do want to add that he is the space is still there. He's it is still there. Um. It's not marked by anything, though. I see gravestones in the reflection on your glasses. And me. (laughs) Um, so we, when we go look, I'm just going to find... Oh, his mom and dad are buried there, too, so he's in the middle of them. Oh, okay. So, we'll go, when we go see him, we'll post pictures on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, Live pictures of another vlog. So, Sarah, how do you how do you feel after this after this episode? Um, okay, so in the beginning I felt that Ed was I th- I just felt like everybody did. He's sick, he's an, a monster because he did all these bad things, but as you're researching and as you're looking at like the mental health behind it, I can understand. If I lost like that's like me losing Riley, it's me losing Aaliyah, that's me losing, you know, another person close to me, you know, it would just be so devastating. It's like, what do you do? 
kill yourself. You either kill yourself or you go crazy. And you know, he chose to go crazy. And I feel like and anybody, he, he he probably had mental illness before he even went crazy. Of course he did. His dad was a piece of shit. His mom, you know, wouldn't let him do anything, wouldn't let him make friends, beat him all the time, said that he couldn't have sex. You know what I'm saying? And he was, what, 34 years old? He was a, a complete mama's boy because that's how she made him. And he, Oh, and he did die a virgin. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, and also he never fucked the bodies that he d- he dug up. By the way, yeah, we, we like forgot to add that. Did. Like, and and yeah, like I said, like he, those people did not deserve to die, obviously. But and I don't, I can't, I'm, I can't say that I don't, I understand. Like, okay, I understand like the weird shit like about him. And this is weird for me to say because you know I'm not very understanding about You things. aren't at all. At and all. Especially when it comes to, like, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. So it really is throwing me back that I even understand where he's coming from. But, like I said, you know, mental illness is fucking nuts. It's, a, you don't know it's what very you, real. You don't know what you're capable of if you're in those states of mind. So him going to graves and digging them because he they reminded him of his mother like it's sick but it's understandable yeah you know what i'm saying like obviously he shouldn't have killed those women and we don't even know why he killed those he doesn't even know why he killed those women yeah you know what i mean he doesn't he just he was alone he had nobody and that made and he wanted to keep himself busy by making crafts out of weird shit which he you know he could have you know found a different route but like we're we've been saying he's sick and i agree with you completely like ed is probably my favorite like killer ever like i would probably be his friend if he was still alive i would would be the one that wanted to help him yeah i know you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i would be the one that would like he would be the loser of the town and i would say like hey he's not just a loser he lost his whole family so maybe he should he just needs a friend maybe he just needs somebody to talk to and he wouldn't have been like that if people didn't judge him so much and didn't treat him like you know they didn't treat him like shit but they used him right you know what i mean and if he had somebody that was like hey like it's okay like genuine yeah, a genuine, right, a genuine person, maybe th- this wouldn't have resulted into what it had. Or maybe if the policemen back in the day did their job and investigated his brother, he could have got the help he needed a long time ago, talking to doctors, talking to psychiatrists, and those women wouldn't have been killed. Yeah. I just think that <clears throat> he is just a little misunderstood or was just a little misunderstood and still is actually misunderstood. Um, given that he did t- kill two women, but I, he, I don't know. Like I said, it's not right killing those women. We're not saying that it's right that he killed those women. But if you look at, if you look at behind the scenes of the big picture, it speaks a lot more to you than Who just, he was as a person. Yes. You know, cause I mean, there's other people that have mental illnesses that, you know, do worse, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. He's not innocent. He just, um, no, he's not innocent at all. And he deserves to, you know, he deserves to sit in prison. But like I said, 
it looks more of like he, you know, it, it just looks, I don't know. Things could have been prevented. Yeah. If people had, if he maybe had a friend or if people weren't so judgmental because of the way he looked or maybe if, like I said, yeah, if the policemen just did their jobs, unfortunately, Henry, you know, probably would have had to die, but the rest of those people wouldn't have died if police did their job. Yeah. And then Bernice wouldn't have died if the police did their job again and investigated Mary's murder. Yeah, when he said that he did it. Right. <laughs> you guys will quick to, you guys are quick to to judge him because of the way he looks, but And maybe he wanted murder. the help by saying that he killed her. Like yes! cuz they didn't ask him, "Did you do this?" because they didn't think he did. Like he could have done it. So he went out of his way to say like, "Look, I did this." And they're just like, "You funny, bro." And um just brushed it off. So maybe that was his cry for help. Right. We will never know, and I really enjoyed researching him. Yeah, me too. Like I said, he's 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 my favorite of all of them. Well, let us know what you thought. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this as much as we loved making this and uh, doing the research and stuff. Yeah, don't hesitate to email us or slide in our DMs with your feedback. We love to hear from you guys. Um, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Uh, don't forget to catch our episode um, episodes every Sunday. So, yeah, we gonna wrap this shit up. Hi. We, we gonna, gonna fuck with you next week. Next week. <laughs> oh, Good God. Spinach. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs>